0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and I'm the host of the show. Although we hate to admit it, we are getting close to the beginning of the school year. So this week, we talk about the do's and don'ts of the first week of school. We want you to have the best school year yet and smile more than you ever have. So we hope you find our suggestions helpful. Before we get started, I want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this week's podcast. So let's get started. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson.
1: Hey everybody, uh, glad you joined us on this afternoon. We're down to. Less than two weeks. I mean, I don't know how many days it is. Uh, today's the 13th, so the 24th. We're 11 days until Ike and Carolyn's wedding, and uh, we're kind of hitting in that, that, maybe that little bit of calm before the storm. There are a lot of little things to be done, uh, but I think we've got most of the big things. My mower's still not working, so, but... Uh, my family man in law has been nice enough to uh, let me use his mower. So that's taken some of the pressure off. But I think everything else is pretty right there. You know, we're still got some things that uh, we have to take care of. Uh, but I haven't had much time to be thinking about podcasting. Um, and so I've been working on my 2020 You to Dad Daily Calendar. And if you're not familiar with that, it is a calendar that we do for dads. Um, not necessarily homeschool dads, but just dads, including homeschool dads. Um, just, uh, it's a page a day calendar. Uh, I don't have one with me because it's not made yet. Um, but we've been doing them for, I think, 15 years. Um, and I think it's the greatest tool that I make, uh, almost hands down for dads. Uh, it's just a single page, you know, you rip off the page and it has tips in it, things you can, uh, funny things. It's not just lots of work. Um, It's kind of a nice blend. We've kind of fine-tuned it so it's a uh, perfect balance of dadness. Without overwhelming, I have dads every year say, that's the only gift I ask for. Um, So uh, in a little bit, right around uh, the 1st of November, we'll make it available. But I'm in the throes of that trying to get other things done um, and a wedding. And so I just have not been thinking about podcasting. So I am turning today's giving the wheel to Ben. So he's going to be driving this thing. And I'll either just sit here with a goofy grin on my face, or uh, uh, maybe put in a little bit, but uh, don't expect much from me. Um, so Ben,
0: take it away. <laughs> All right. So I've been, you know, on Facebook the last few, uh, uh, really, few days. Uh, you know, I've started seeing homes. Going back to school type stuff, so people are either starting school, uh, they're starting to think about it, or get close within the next couple of weeks. So hopefully you're not starting quite yet because it's only the 13th of August and you're you're still waiting a couple of weeks. But if for some reason you are, then I thought it would be uh, a good idea to talk about some of the dos and the don'ts of that first week because you know a lot of times that first week can be either great or tough. Uh, probably usually tough because no one wants to go back to school and start up again. But uh, um, just to help to avoid maybe some of the the hardest things and maybe to some suggestions for some things you can try this year. Um so so we're going to go through the don'ts first. So try to avoid these. Uh doesn't mean it's going to turn out great, but I'm going to go with one and then maybe dad can either comment on it or come up with his own as well. Okay. Um, but my first thing I thought was don't start with things you dread. So if there's something you hate you know like you hate doing math with your kids then maybe just don't do it that first week just to avoid setting the stage for conflict and fighting instantly or just you're not going to be excited about it so just try to keep that first week pretty pretty light in that way um i don't know if you'd agree that's a great idea ben i just think that's that's a really
1: great little tip there
0: the second one I have here is don't take on too much, which kind of goes in the first one, but you know, maybe don't try to roll in every single topic if or uh subject, you know, if you have, let's say, your whole plan of, oh, we have all these different curriculums, maybe start with half of them or leave a couple out just again. So you're not expecting full load every single day uh, just because Again, you're not in school mindset yet. You're still trying to get out of summer, which, well, not get out of it, but you know, move over from no school to school. And it's just, I don't think, a great idea to to do that. Well, um, and the
1: truth is, that's what schools do. I mean, they don't they don't start. You know, right? Uh, I mean, they just take forever to get started. You know, you go in, you get your locker, you do little, maybe not orientation, but. Your beginning classes are just real light, and and in fact, even uh, all the academic experts will say, you know, for a good chunk of the first of the year, it's all uh, review anyway. So uh, you know, so that you don't have to worry about hitting the ground running. I know uh, uh, um, we know a homeschool mom who who homeschools, and they do, you know, like the beginning is orientation. Now, I have no idea how you have orientation in your home. Like, here's where the bathrooms are. You know, (laughs) I don't know. But, uh, you know, that's okay. Just enjoy those first days um, and uh, make it fun.
0: So then my third one is don't freak out if you if you have a schedule, which, you know, we suggest not being too strict. But if you do have one, don't freak out if it isn't followed because it probably is not going to be. And even the best laid plans usually are going to fall apart within, like, the first day. So if you're newer to homeschooling especially, uh, I think that's probably, like, the most common, like, trap to fall into is like I have to have every hour and half hour and 15 minutes scheduled out for the entire day including you know restroom breaks and everything else but I mean It's not going to probably happen. You're going to be struggling and hitting your head against the wall a lot. And I think actually Mom talked about that a little bit on last week's episode, um, which was actually episode 52, not 53, but I put that in the description. But anyways, um, and she was talking about that because originally she used to do that for everything. I mean, she just liked the structure and the uh, the telling her what to do next type thing, which is nice. But maybe just make it more broad strokes more than – uh, you know, more than every, every minute because it's probably not going to happen. But do you ever remember going through that with mom at uh, the time?
1: You know, and even when you said that, Ben, that if you're a new homeschooler, you might have your expectations too high. It's not new homeschoolers. It's every single homeschooler. Uh, year after year after year, you know, your mom was the same way. And I see it in homeschool moms. There's almost a giddiness, you know, like have you ever seen like a horse race where the horses are just like they're in that starting gate thing, you know, that big contraption that keeps the doors shut and, and they're like banging against it. They just can hardly wait to go. And, uh, you know, and, and I mean, every year it was this same way. Uh, growing up, your mom would get so excited. You know, she'd have her little schedule. She'd been sitting down with all her books, and this is how it's gonna work. And you know, she'd plan it out so that you know the older kids would be playing a game with the younger one when they were doing this, and and you know they were gonna take a little break and run downstairs, and then all this, and she had it all incrementally. And uh, I, I mean, there was always it was like the the horse gates just went ching, and they. And, you know, that morning of, I can just... pull its hamstring
0: instantly or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: right. Or they have a heart attack and die, (laughs) you know. um, um, But I can just remember so many times where your mom, you know, seasoned even homeschooler, so excited and all these new books and just the excitement. Because, you know, there's this little bit of picture in your head that you think, oh, their kids are just going to, like, be sponges on that first day. That they're going to, you know, you're going to be excited and you know and they're gonna be excited and they're just gonna drink this in and so many times i you know i would go down to my office in the basement and leave your mom with you guys and i knew school was starting and and then i would come up at about oh or right at 12 um where we'd have lunch and your mom would be sitting in this green chair that we no longer have uh in the living room staring vacantly out the window and I'd say, so how did it go? And she goes, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> you know? And basically, she would say, you know, it's pointless. What's the point? Your kids are never going to learn. I can't teach them anymore. And she would be on the verge of just, you know, throwing it all out the window. So, you know, that is like, don't, you know, that was one of the don'ts I was going to say. You know, don't have your expectations too high. You should expect it to go terribly the yeah. first day. You know that, and that's why you, you know maybe the, the starting gates when it slams open, maybe it shouldn't be a slam open. Maybe it should just be a gradual you know soft music playing and you just kind of stick your nose out and you kind of sniff around a little bit, you know check things out, maybe do a little bit um, and then uh, don't be surprised when it just doesn't work at all.
0: And, I mean, I get, like, wanting – I mean, because for you as a mom, uh, you know, wanting to get excited and stuff is obviously desirable. Like, you don't want to just be, like, so demotivated the instant. And I get why people would go through that because, I mean, I could see myself doing it. But, you know, just set expectations. And actually, that was my next one was don't expect only smiles and happiness because I think there was someone who once commented or something – And she was like, I was so excited and then no one was, you know, everyone was angry and no one was, you know, engaged at all and everything. And and that's just so common and it's probably more realistic is, you know, don't expect that all to happen. Uh, You know, it just doesn't. But did you have any more don'ts before I hit the do's in a few minutes? Uh, But I didn't. You know,
1: here, don't. I wouldn't make any huge decisions. You know, I mean, I would not decide after the first 45 minutes that your kids are going to go to public school, you know, and because or a private school or whatever, you know, don't you know, it's like when they say, you know, if you've been under the influence of any medications, don't operate any heavy machinery. You know, when you've been under the influence of a terrible maybe first two or two or three days, don't make any decisions, you know, just just steady as she goes, Um uh and also don't doubt yourself um you know because i know a lot of moms will say well i just don't know i don't know if my kid needs to know this i don't know if we should be covering these things um and again i talk to all kinds of moms moms who are like you know seasoned or moms have been doing it a long time they all doubt themselves you don't need to doubt yourself i would listen to your bones you know how like you feel like you'll say things like you know, in the, in the in, deep in my bones, I feel like we don't need to cover this. If that's what you feel, then go with that. You know, I really believe that's just the spirit of God working in you, you know, because he's made you uh, qualified to do all this. But don't doubt yourself. You know, uh, if if other people are saying, well, you know, and Ben and Ben was saying today, oh, we should talk about, you know, do you need to have languages or things like that, foreign languages? Um, You know, if you don't if you don't want to do some of those things, you don't feel like your kids need some of those things to succeed later on in life, then, you know, don't cave in. So, uh, those are my couple things. You want to go to the dues?
0: Cool. Yeah, in just a second here. Uh, But first, I wanted to read uh, Lori here in the comments said, This is all great advice, 100% agreement from a 22 year veteran. That's awesome. Um, But I'm going to, real quick, do a quick ad for teaching textbooks. But actually, one of our um, listeners, uh, Melanie sent us this, and I believe we can share it. But she said uh, we just started, or we haven't started school yet, but we have decided to do the free trial for teaching textbooks to see if we would like to replace our current math curriculum. It's a hit. When my boys found forty-five minutes of free time today and started to complain of boredom, they decided to do a math lesson. And she sent us a picture of her son on his laptop doing it. You know, and I just think that's super awesome. That I mean, it is really engaging, and that's a good example of changing the pace, doing something different. Doing something that's actually—I mean, even though it is work—I never, with the computerized version, felt like it was super, like doing math. It just feels more like you're engaging with something, and that's—and it's really, really beneficial. So if you haven't tried it out, you really should try it. Uh, Teachertextbooks.com free trial, and it's honestly not very expensive. It's just a uh, per month price, if you like, and it's—it's it's a great, great thing. So. Definitely. You know, and to I would
1: say too, Ben. You know, uh, talking about teaching textbooks. One of the things that made me like a firm believer, and it's cool to see Melanie's, uh, 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 you know, uh, good experience with that free trial version. Um, but one of the things that really made me a believer. One time, my daughter Catherine, uh, I don't know how old she was, maybe like thirteen. Um, She was having a tea party with her friends. And again, Catherine uh, has written a book, you know, uh, uh, has like 12 different tea parties in it, if you're interested in that, Um, because my wife said, I can't do tea parties. If you want to do tea parties, you're going to have to do them on your own. But anyway, she was having a tea party with a couple of her friends and they were downstairs at our uh, dining room table and they were talking about teaching textbooks like, oh, I just love tea. And each of them all and there were, you know, maybe four or five of them. They were all talking about it like public schoolers might be talking about some kind of cool hip hop song, you know, or some music group. And I thought, what is going on? What have we created that, uh, you know, And, and I thought, you know, this if your kids are talking about, you know, a math program like it's a really cool thing, then maybe it is a cool thing. So there you go.
0: But yes, thank you for all the support. It's my homeschool podcast. So for my dues, I put, uh, I have a few here. My first one was, kind of dad already brushed over it a little bit, but you know, it's most likely still nice out. And at least where we're from, it, it gets cold and miserable pretty quick. So, you know, if there's a nice day, Take the day and just ease in, you know, you can, you're homeschooling, so you can ease into it. Either do it outside, don't worry about it, do something different. Just enjoy that weather because you may not get a lot more of it. And I think that's valuable, at least in the first couple of weeks, you know. Maybe once you're in the thick, you don't have to take a whole day off or anything like that. But if it's still summer outside and uh, you want to enjoy it a little bit more, you know, maybe take a break off each each week one day or something like that. So I think that's something that would be good to do um and then second i have um
1: that's a good idea though ben i mean i, I like i think that's a really good idea
0: yeah you know? yeah hopefully <laughs> and then i did uh start with something they like we kind of this is the opposite of the other thing so if they like math like we were saying then start with that if they really love doing um let's say they love doing some like dissecting something then do it a dissecting week or something you know just get them engaged because if you start out right off the bat and they're hating it from the day one then you know you're not going to lose the audience because they're you know you can make them do what you want but i think it would be ideal to try to do something that's a little bit more fun just to keep them keep them you know uh, wanting to try (laughs) or otherwise you may burn them out real quick um And then I have uh, take it slow, don't jump in head first, which you kind of basically just said. uh, You know, don't feel like you have to start every single subject in the world. Just go slow. Uh, uh, You know, like I said, start with a few and then work up from there. And if I think if you just do that, Hopefully that will set you off for a pretty good, you know, beginning of the beginning of the year. One thing I loved once that we used to do, this is just something that I dad one time when he, I think when he started doing Family Man, he did school, I don't know, what was it, one day a week or something on Thursdays or something.
1: <laughs> Those were the good old days, yeah. yes. So he did it
0: like one day a week or something. And for a while there, all we did, I think the whole well, I mean maybe we did some of the other stuff, but we would uh, cause dad was a landscape architect in a past life and so he would we had those you know like college notebooks or whatever and uh we'd go out and we'd like study leaves and we would stick them into our notebook or whatever we'd look up stuff in the encyclopedia and you know it was kind of fun having like a notebook with a page or two for each thing you know and honestly I feel like we learned a lot it was super engaging interesting it was different you know not like a whole unit study or anything like super in-depth you know it's just like easy stuff like you know, the scientific name for the oak is this or whatever. And this is the kind of nut that it comes with, you know, or that kind of stuff. It was just kind of fun. The
1: scientific name for the oak is Quercus. Okay, there you go. So like a red oak would be Quercus rubra. Yeah. <laughs> there, so. and that's pretty impressive, actually.
0: Now, <laughs> nowadays, you don't have the encyclopedia, so you'll just have to look it up on Wikipedia. But, you know, those kind of things are... I or you fun. can ask me. Or you could da- email dad at todd at the dot com if you have a question about trees or plants or uh, anything else. Yeah, anything in life. So that's something anything. that I thought was really fun and might. So maybe coming up with something different like that. Maybe the first week you go go somewhere and see if you a local person you can go watch them do something or if you have a factory in your area or uh, whatever i mean it takes some effort you know you're doing it right off the bat but again i think it's just important to make it fun because otherwise your kids especially if you do someone mentioned earlier that they do it all year round but do it really gently during the summer so they don't have that like hard all right we're starting everyone's miserable but uh if you're not doing that which w- we would usually suggest not doing that um you know, try to try to ease them all in there, you know, so like, what is it like boiling a toad or something? I won't even know it. So maybe try to, you know, do a little of that. If that makes sense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> makes sense but. to me. Hey, I'd like to ask Lori too, Lori, if you're still with us, maybe you can uh, type in a few things, maybe suggestions that as a 20 year veteran, you know, that you would suggest. As uh, you know, as she started the new school year, but I've got a couple. Um, I would say my my first one. Were you done, Ben? Yep, that's good. I should have asked that. Okay, my first one was you know roll with the pr- punches. Um, you know because it expect it to fail, and when it does, just kind of adjust. Um, don't you know? Uh, I don't know what somebody said. The definition of insanity is you know doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I know some people who like the plan is everything you know they're like planned zombies they just keep going must make it work must and will work harder you know it's if it doesn't work just you know toss it and move on you know uh if if your schedule isn't working just say hey this is not gonna work we're just gonna do the best we can right now you know if you had this great idea for this one you know special project or and and you can't seem to make it work there's nothing wrong with pitching it you know it's not failure um you know it's just figuring out what works and what doesn't work um um, along with that you know another do remember what matters you know uh i made a big deal about it yet or last week at the end of the show i asked debbie what her motto was and uh, and her, she said her motto was, you know, if we learn a little bit and laugh a little bit, we will have accomplished a lot. That's not just a cute little thing. That is the truth. Um, you know, the most important things are the things that don't take place in books. Uh, you know, my wife has said, and i probably shared it before, uh, you know, in the evening she'll say, or at laying in bed she'll say, I just feel like our kids didn't, we didn't learn anything. And I can remember saying one time, honey, they learned more than, after you closed the books and you said school was over than they did during that whole school time. Again, that's not just a cute thing to say. It's the truth. You know, when, you're, when your kids are at home, they're learning all the time. They're learning how to interact with one another. They're learning how to interact with you. They're learning how to be a part of a team. They're exploring things. They're doing things. You know, it, that stuff that they learn in a math book is okay, but that's not what's going to... Uh, bring them joy later on or cause them heartache later on. So remember what matters. You know, if you can't do anything, uh, you know, and you are, I don't mean that, but those relationships that you get to be with your kids, those are the things that really, really matter. Um, Do smile. That's what the Smiling Homeschooler is all about. You know, it's it's not just always, it's not just like plastering this fake smile on your face. I have a, a cartoon in our cartoon book, you know, where it says, Uh, It shows a picture of this lady, you know, and her face is obviously in a frown and she puts on her lipstick, you know, so it goes the other way. So it looks like a smile. Um, It's not just about smiling all the time, even though sometimes you have to make yourself smile. I would say, hey, begin your day, you know, after you pray, after you spend some time, maybe a little bit of time, you know, reading the Bible or uh, having a little devotional. And I think that's a good way to start the day. Uh, Maybe that should be another one of those do's. Do start it. You know committed to god do start it with the very most important thing um i know debbie she always starts it today and you know the devotional uh is usually pretty light and it's not very deep and uh you know and sometimes it doesn't feel like they're even listening but it still says this is the most important part of our day um and you know we would always pray for things uh Um, because we want our children to learn to pray and we want them to, again, know that's how, where we go to start our day. Um, go ahead, Ben, were you going to say something?
0: No, I had, this is, might be a little weird one or a sentimental one, but this is something I was, uh, I can't, I think it was last night, uh, when Rinley I put her down and she has this little fake tent in her room and I was, Mm -hmm. and usually when we put her down, like I'll lay in there with her for like two or three minutes or whatever before we put her in her bed. But, um, I would say something you should do is when they're, when your child's doing something, sitting there working on something, not angry but happy or just sitting there, look at their face for, like, I don't know, a little bit. Just, like, really look at them, you know? And just think, like, 15 years out or longer and just think where will they be or how you want to be with them every day or whatever it may be and just kind of remind yourself of, like, how – sweet or fun or whatever they may be you know and think (laughs) that you know that's not going to be there forever and to really really enjoy it because that will go away and that will you will miss it and maybe not when they're angry maybe but like you know on a normal day and that sounds kind of wishy-washy or silly probably but uh, I just think it's real easy to just cruise on by and never even think about it but uh when you really look at them and just think oh man i don't, you know how many good memories or whatever and not mm. the memories go away but the moments getting to make them as a kid when they're 8 or 10 or 12 or even 18 you know or 17 you won't get that necessarily all the time so that's just something that came to mind
1: no i think that's great and it really led me into my next one where uh i i said do embrace the chaos You know, uh, even as Ben said, you know, uh, sometimes when they're angry, it's, you know, it's hard to enjoy that, but I'll tell you what, in all that ugliness and, you know, whatever, embrace that because you can spend your whole homeschool days, you know, dissatisfied and trying to correct that, um, when you should be embracing it. And I remember a long time ago, I mean, and it really impacted my life, uh, it was on a Sunday night. My wife and I, we probably didn't even have kids at the time. We were watching this Sunday night movie because we haven't done that in for like 20 years. Um, and it was some movie where, and this guy, uh, he's got this son who's, you know, giving him heartache and grief and he's older and he's killed in a car wreck and and they they asked the dad how he's doing and it kind of like when he's, it's like one of those support group kind of scenes, you know, where he's sitting in a chair and He doesn't talk, you know, time after time, but finally, just blow it, just all bubbles out. And he says, You know, I wish so badly we could be in one of those arguments that we were always in, you know, or that we could have that, you know, where he was annoying me. And what impacted me was that it's that it doesn't matter what you're doing, even if you're in the midst of a battle or you're in the midst of this loud, chaotic homeschool. Those are the things that really matter. And those are the things that we need to quit. Not trying to correct because we always work on attitudes. I mean, I, I've spent time working on attitudes today, but I better enjoy them even when they be- have stinking attitudes because I just don't want to spend my whole life trying to correct something and never be able to correct it and have missed all those other times. So,
0: Lori got back and she said, Okay, Lori, uh, she said, Well, one thing she said, Hey, my little boy saw this and said, and Todd and said, hey, there's the guy I got to shake hands with this year when he spoke at Chio's graduation ceremony. Uh, but she said to all the moms out there, plan a time of relaxation in the day for yourself, whether it's a cup of tea or coffee, a phone call to support a friend, a nap, a dip in the pool, laying out in the sun. Do it daily if at all possible renewing yourself will keep your cup full Mm. to be able to pour out for your kids and family so i thought that was really good that's
1: a really good one
0: and then she also said ask each child what they are interested in learning if a child has one topic that they really into it helps the other topics uh they aren't interested in uh, well, are interested in well, it helps the kids hang in there. For example, this year I had kids who are interested in money, lots of lots to talk about from the biblical perspective. And then when I suggested uh, economics, he was like, "Oh yeah!" One kid wanted to study forensic science. One antiques. So we have decided to visit old friends, take a camera, and take photos of antiques and the stories uh, of them, and learn from the good old days. So I thought those are some good. That's a you know, really writes. good
1: idea. I know. I think it was Melanie uh, or. Mm-hmm. I could, or maybe it was Mia. I think. It was one of those two. They were M moms. Um, they said, and she. It was a great idea. She even sent it to me. I, I'm gonna. I'll post it if I can remember to do it this time, uh, this week on the fan, on the smiling homeschooler uh, weekly newsletter. But she put it has a chalkboard and she wrote their names it was like Melanie, I think. Melanie, and then she basically she wrote, "What do you what do you do best?" And, you know, some of them said math or some of them said art. But I just thought it was a kind of along those same lines where it was something that they got to see that this is what I'm good at. This is what I do well. And I, I thought it was a great idea.
0: Yeah, and that's what also on kind of that thing is, you know, I always liked as a kid um, when we'd go to the library and it was like, okay, pick out any book or whatever. It doesn't have to be your school book. It doesn't have to be, you know, so if you're into baseball or whatever, then go find a baseball book. And uh, that can be a good way to get your kid just, again, like – they get to just side that a little bit, and they get to be into in something. And then on the side of encouraging them what they want to learn, I just we were watching Guys Grocery Games on. Did I say this? I don't think I did on. No. Um, on Guys Grocery Games on Hulu, uh, and they did one. They called it the Rising Stars, where everyone on it was under twenty. And uh, one of the girls who ended up winning, she was a homeschooler, and it was super fun because she said, "Oh, I was homeschooled, so I just my mom allowed me to just encourage me in cooking, so I got to you know uh, spend all day just developing my cooking skills and she's like now I run like three businesses and two of them are involved with cooking or something like that and she does like catering and stuff and I was like that's I just thought that was cool because it's a good example of someone who's in their high cool. teens who got to develop something and you know she didn't make her do tons and tons of whatever else that she wasn't into you know and now she wants to go to culinary school and stuff like that but I just thought that was a cool example of that so
1: yeah well hey my last one is this do do get your husbands involved. Um, you know, you really need your husband's in- input in this. Um, a lot of husbands kind of take a back seat, and that's because a lot of wives have kind of pushed us into the back seat. You know, when we give our little input, you're like, yeah, well, I'm not doing that. And then we just quit doing it. And I've even had moms say, well, I don't want my husband to be involved. I'll tell you, if you think that or have been said that or even bought into that you're missing a great resource because your husband really needs to be the guy who cheers you on. I can only do it like once a week maybe through a newsletter as well, but you need your husband to believe some of those things too. Um and then let him be the one who cheers you on. And I'll tell you how to this kind of the holy grail and we've talked about it a little in the past of a way to get your husband involved is whenever he involves himself, just follow that advice or do it. So if you ask him to do like my wife used to say, could you do school today because I've got, you know, I've got a sick kid or whatever. If you ask your husband to do it, then let him do it his way. It won't be like your way, you know, and he'll kind of mess up and we'll get your schedule out of whack. Don't correct him and don't say, well, you know, you forgot to do this or you read too much because he'll think, well, then I'll never offer to do it again. So I would just, if he involves himself or if he asks to be involved, you know, if he does flashcards, let him do flashcards. Or maybe you just ask him some questions. Honey, which, I, which way do you think would be better, this or this? And then when he says, well, you know, you know, and you talk about it and he goes, I think this really looks good. You know, just kind of follow that advice, even though it might not be the best. Um, you can still talk about it. Um, and he'll be involved again but don't just push him out don't because it's not your thing not just your thing your kids need to see their dad involved and really you're going to be a better team when he's involved so i'm going to go back to my very i've already said that was my last one but i will say the the one over one more time you need to smile even if you have to make yourself smile and i would do i would use your smile as your barometer if your kids aren't smiling and you're not smiling I would adjust your homeschool schedule. I would adjust what you're doing until once again, you are smiling and they are smiling. And I'll tell you, that's a homeschool that everybody can be excited about. Well, Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, I know Ben's going to close us out, but uh, thanks for uh, Ben did a good job. He's a good driver. I should do that more often. Uh, Let him run this thing. And so I can jump in the backseat, but have a great week. Uh, If you remember, be praying for us as we're kind of, we have one more weekend until the big day. Um, lots of stuff to get done. And, uh, again, remember to do what's most important and don't forget to smile.
0: Thanks everyone for joining us for the smiling homeschooler podcast. Hopefully these do's and don'ts will encourage you and help make this year the best homeschool year you've ever had. If you have a comment or question, feel free to message us on Facebook, or you can email us at Todd at the smiling also, I've said this before, but if you would leave us a review on whichever podcast platform you listen on, we would really greatly appreciate it. We also want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. They make math fun, and you can check out a free trial over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Also, if you enjoy their math curriculum and you've switched because of something we've said, we'd really appreciate it. Message us and let us know. It's always awesome to hear from you. Have a wonderful week, and as always, keep smiling.
1: You're going to wish these days by so He tells her it's a nice place. She says, it'll do for now. Starts talking about babies and buying a house. Betty shakes his head and says, baby, just slow down. You're going to miss this.